Guys, what is going on? We have a very, very special interview for you today. Manga Manga from TikTok, okay? Uh, if you've been paying attention to NFTs in the music industry at all, how it's changing the game, how Web3 is going to be changing the game, then you've heard of Manga Manga. We talk a little bit about his own personal NFT portfolio, what he thinks about finding good NFT projects, how NFTs are changing the music industry, and much, much more. This guy really knows what he's doing. I learned a ton from working with him, and I really appreciate him for coming on. So again, thank you, Manga Manga, for coming on. On. There's going to be a ton for you to take from this episode. If you're interested in listening to the audio, you can click the link in the description titled Never Settle Podcast Audio. Without further ado, enjoy the episode. Smiling so good, you would think I got favorite, got parents. This shit is like magic. I think I gotta feel it and make it apparent. If you got ideas, need to feed them, give you some room, you can breathe it. Everybody, welcome to the Never Settle Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We got Pete from TikTok. Could you say your name for me? Is it Manga Manga? Yeah, Manga Manga. Manga Manga, dude, it. where did you get that name from? Tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you so much for doing this, dude. Yeah, of course. It's it's kind of a silly, long story, but did you play Halo 3 ever? I played Halo 4. I did a okay, little Halo 3. Yeah, yeah. You know the characters, Brutes, the Brutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, in Halo 3 and probably in other games, there is a interaction where you could shoot their helmets off and then they would like go crazy and <laughs> for some reason just me and my buddies would call them brute mongers back in the day when that happened uh-huh. and i don't know i came up with monger man for a league of legends account name and then that just morphed into manga manga the rest was history yep that's fire dude you know that's love when you you know what i'm saying your nickname is still your gamer tag after all these years dude I, <laughs> mine used to be green to bean you know yeah. and that just never really stuck and a part of me <laughs> wants that back you know what i mean so yeah like, i appreciate that nostalgia dude thank you again so much for doing this now i connected with you um i should i shot you an email after seeing a couple of your tiktoks you made a tiktok about spotty wi-fi and all his genius right mm-hmm. who i talked to a little bit ago from like the inspiration of your tiktok and i've been, i've since been like if i see your tiktoks i just email the guy that's like my business development strategy right now i'm like i'm like <laughs> watch your tiktoks email the guy you know what i mean but so you've been like really tuned into everything that's happening right now in the music industry in the music business so you must be kind of plotting yourself what are you what are you working on right now what is your like main focus at the moment yeah well i started trading profile picture nfts back in may i don't know if you're too familiar with that space but you know like do you know like a crypto punk is or board ape yeah 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 cool definitely cap. yep mm-hmm. yeah yep so i've been trading nfts like that the last few months and i'm probably looking to cash out my my bag pretty soon with those and i've just been studying as much as i can the last month really Mm -hmm. about how you know blockchain is going to disrupt the music industry yeah because that's my other love i've been making beats for several years and playing guitar for many years beautiful and so it's just combining the two and we're so early that right now i'm just gathering information and you know planning a move that's not coming anytime soon right that's basically been my exact same thing so um 
at the start of this month, and I literally have the date, November 1st, I posted a Facebook status of me being up super late, just like diving into NFTs. Mm-hmm. And I haven't invested any yet. I'm ready to do it. Um, I just want to learn about the space first because like it, it, it's super easy for me to just make a gamble. I kind of want to understand what I'm mm-hmm. buying. We'll kind of get into maybe your strategy in a bit. Um, but I've just been like, like you just studying plotting planning and i just launched a uh, a small collection of nfts as my cover art so my cover art nice right, so, I'm, so i'm a rapper i go by little stain by the way um music also being my first love so same exact thing with me um realize how this is going to start to disrupt the industry like you said we're we haven't even seen the major artists drop their nfts right mm-hmm. like tory lanes had a project and that was awesome so respect to him um when did you start getting into nfts and i don't know if you want to talk about like a trade you did or like what your collection looks like i mean you know it gives as much sauce as you are comfortable with yeah back in the crazy thing is i didn't even know what an nft was until april of this year Mm -hmm. and it was a weird string of events in april within a matter of two days i heard like several different sources talking about nfts like i saw a clip on tiktok or something of gary v talking about it and then snl actually talked about it back then and i just heard a bunch of people mention it all in a row and i was like what what is an nft Mm -hmm. and then i started looking into it and i found crypto punks and you know everyone's base reaction is why would anyone spend any money on a digital whatever yeah but then i was looking at the crypto punks and at the time the cheapest one you could buy was fifty thousand dollars and there was steady volume on them so i'm like okay if people are regularly spending money on this there has to be something to it Mm -hmm. so i started doing some research and learning about ethereum or whatever then a few weeks later i go on OpenSea and i see the board ape yacht club and I'm a long time gorilla lover. Like <clears throat> I have this gorilla right here. Yeah. <laughs> so this project was a no brainer. The art was fire. I remember thinking at the time that it kind of gave me streetwear vibes. Yes. Board ape. Yep. And that was the first NFT I ever bought was a board ape. Yes. So that's like your gamblers, you know, when someone goes to the casino for the first time and Ah. 10 X is their money that happened to me with NFTs. Just a great night of blackjack right there, dude. That's what that's, (laughs) that's great, dude. I don't have my board ape anymore, but I sold it for a good profit. So I was hooked and Ah. I've just been trading other projects ever since then. Okay. So now you're trading other projects. What does your, what is the criteria that you need to see in a project that makes you want to invest? There's a few different things. Some people put a huge emphasis on the art. You know, mm-hmm. I, I kind of agree with that. I have only bought into one project that I don't like the art of, and mm-hmm. that was Humanoids. And I had to sell it because it was so ugly. But the artwork is something you can keep in mind. But 
to me, the biggest thing is, is this project looking to do anything different? Because that was another thing with Board Ape is every project at that time back in late mm -hmm. April, May was just a crypto punk copy essentially. And right. Board Ape, the aesthetic was way different. They popularized the roadmap, Board Ape did. Okay, they were the first to do that. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Okay. Or at least they popularized it. Right. So yeah, what are they doing differently? Who is the team? Something you should always look for is, is the team behind the project fully doxxed? Should, they should have links to their Twitters. Do they have a track record of building other businesses or whatever? And then another big thing, some people don't put that, that much emphasis on this, but I think it might be the most important part is you need to see what the community is like yeah hang out in the discord a big red flag to look for is if people are freaking out about the floor price or spamming everyone to delist big red flag mm. those are the main things i look for so they're freaking out about the floor price meaning everybody's basically just kind of like greedy with the project kind of yeah okay or there's a lot of panic right it's people are freaking out about the floor okay interesting interesting right maybe because they there's there's not so much like groundedness or something there's not so much like trust in yeah. the overall direction okay interesting so you hang out in the discord a little bit what are some projects that you're current that you currently have your eyes on that are either out or set to drop I'm not that aware of upcoming drops because I haven't been buying into new projects the last month because gas has been so high yeah. and yeah. it kind of kills new projects. But I did buy into one, one of the last ones I bought, this was a, over a month ago now, is Crypto Mori's. And this has every check mark for me. And mm. they've actually had insane volume the last few days. And this was a low low floor project mm -hmm. but if you go in the crypto mori's discord everyone is just super supportive there's pretty much no talk about the floor or delisting mm -hmm. and actually there is a lot of people encouraging people to sell they're like if you need to take profit sell this thing and their twitter presence i, I go on twitter and all i see is crypto mori's mm. they've had no big influencer endorsement, which, you know, unsustainably pumps projects mm. and they've been climbing and it's too early to know for sure, but I think crypto more is, is going to be a blue chip project. Okay. Now they're not, they're not out yet. They're not, they haven't, they are out. They've yet. been out oh. over a month and they kind of stayed at, you know, between a 0.05 and 0.1 Ethereum floor. And okay. Two days ago, unbelievable. There was about three sales a minute all day long. And they climbed up to 0.4, which is kind of misleading because if you looked at the, the volume, people were buying Maury's well above the floor. It was the thickest floor I've ever seen for a project. Anyways, I think we got rid of a lot of paper hands. There you go. There you go. <laughs> now, do you, 
so what would you just say to somebody who would say trading NFTs is risky and how do you have like a, a faith in it all? Like, is it, would you say you, you, you are sort of gambling or like how? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's super risky. Yep. And if you don't do a lot of research, I would just say you shouldn't buy anything Mm. and you should only be investing money that if you lost literally a hundred percent, you wouldn't be in any, you know, terrible situation. Yeah. You'll be okay. Right. Right. It is. Okay. So, cause it really is a little bit. So that's, that's kind of why I haven't invested in anything yet. I feel like, like I've just been soaking up game. I feel like I really want to, um, but I know me dude, like I, I will totally impulsively just be like, this looks so cool. And then, you know what I mean? And so I almost need to like, it's a good thing that crypto transactions sometimes take a minute. Like if you wanted to transfer something from Coinbase to your MetaMask, you might have to wait since you made the Ethereum purchase. Sometimes that's probably good. I need that buffer. I feel like if I had that for everything in my life, I'd be, I'd be like way better off. Yeah. <laughs> um, so dude, yeah. Thank you so much again for doing this. Now, what is, um, do you, do you have a BeatStars store? What are you, um, are you, do you do, do you do that at all? Or do you just kind of like partner up with, artists one-on-one yeah i'm not really interested in leasing beats usually i have a small group of artists that i work with and either they'll hit me up with demos like just a vocal and a basic piano accompaniment or something like that and then i'll produce the full song or i'll just have people hit me up and i'll make them custom beats Okay. Dope, dude. Dope. Very cool. So you're not interested in leasing beats, just out of curiosity. Not really, no. Okay. How come? Just just uh don't want to have them out to everybody. You just kind of want to you like to focus on specifically what you're working on, partnering with the people. Yeah, I like to have a lot of involvement mm-hmm. in the actual song. And I don't know. I just have a lot more fun doing less fewer projects, but more involvement yeah dope dope and i just don't even want to mess with beat stars because it's it's so there's so many people on there yeah it's 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 definitely saturated yeah and you make a beat and and you put it out there it gets some traction now you got like 30 kids rapping on your beat on spotify when you shazam it it's like this guy's name and that guy's name yeah yeah so that makes sense very cool yeah something i I did a lot more the last six months was I'm a guitarist and I would hook people up with loops. That's how I got started on TikTok. Actually, it was just doing guitar loops and a bunch of people would hit me up. The, the last month I've really been going hard on writing full songs myself and performing them because nice. I may like to transition more into being the artist. Sick. Nice, dude. So, you, so you're writing lyrics too? Yeah, I'm doing the full song. Dope, everything. Dude. Yes, bro. Nice, sweet man. Now, what are you at on TikTok now? How many followers and like how many views do you get? Um, I'm still relatively low followers. I, mm-hmm. I'm at like 13k now. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy. 
And I'm totally cool with because I've had amazing yeah, sure. people hit me up. And I feel like the the people that have been seeing my videos are actually genuine. Whereas, right. you know, the very viral TikToks, it's 95% just little kids or yeah. just random people. Right. Well, I do feel like at the same time, you sort of attract what you put out, right? So if you're if you're making yeah. like prank videos, you're gonna get pranks back, right? But like your videos are pretty like insightful to the point. You know what I mean? Like you shout somebody yeah. out, you 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 give some free game. You're like, yo, here's the NFT space. Here's how you can utilize this. Here's a little bit. I mean, it's educational. It's informative. It's value based. So so what you get yep. back in return is probably people who are trying to just give you the same. I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Dope, dude. Dope. Yeah, I would, I've gotten better connections with music related people from making these NFT music TikToks than I did from (laughs) posting actual music. Yeah. Yeah. Now, are you seeing when people hit you up, are they like trying to learn from you? Like people in the space, are they like, yeah. So how does that usually happen? People like hit you up and they're like, dude, like you got to teach me how I can do this. Like people in the music space. Yeah. Well, the vast majority, I get it through Instagram DMS Mm -hmm. and they'll hit me up. Most of them don't know anything about crypto other than, you know, knowing what Bitcoin is or having heard about it and heard about NFTs. Right. So I actually set up a discord. It it's pretty new. Mm-hmm. I think I made it like a week and a half ago. It has okay. a crypto 101. So like, what is a blockchain? What is a smart contract? What is Ethereum? How do NFTs work? And I've just been getting people into that Discord and answering any questions they have. But a, a lot of people, what they're doing is they're hitting me up and they're going, I'm dropping a single next week or an album in two weeks and I want to drop an NFT Mm. and I tell them you're not going to sell anything if you don't have any presence in the NFT space for at least a few months. People, too many people are looking at it as a cash grab. Yeah. Yeah. And I tell them, no, you need to spend some time learning the space before you even think about dropping anything. Hmm. Unless you're a celebrity. Right. Now, and now you said specifically spending time in the NFT space. So you have to be not just gaining traction as an artist, but specifically in the NFT space. Yeah. So, so what, what would that look like for an artist? Like, um, they're, they hang out in, the Twitter communities, they're talking about certain projects. Maybe they're adding value to specific projects in a certain way. Um, exactly. You're just kind of chatting with people on Twitter and in, in discords. Right. And, you know, people are super willing to share information in the NFT space. Yeah. It's probably the most welcoming community on Twitter. Not going to yeah, lie. Dude. Yeah. Dude, the crypto and NFT. So I recently dropped a song called Sheba, right? About the oh, Sheba yeah? coin. Nice. And dude, the Sheba community like loves it, like loves me. And they're and they just embraced me. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And like that encouraged me. Like I, I'm, I'm working on like all kinds of other NFT songs now because it genuinely encouraged me. Like, and that's funny too, because this is something that I've said. So I make lots of different types of content. So I, I own a small marketing business. And so my, on my YouTube channel, so I have two different YouTube channels. I have my little stain name, my, my, you know, my artist brand. And then I have search engineers, which is the agency brand. Right. Mm-hmm. And with the agency content, from what I've always seen from comparing the two, I get way less hate on the marketing content and then way more hate on music. Historically, people love hating on a white rapper called Lil Stain. And like, I asked for it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But like, I'm seeing yeah. now, like I'm getting mad love. Like it's, it's, it's like a majority of just love back, which is like, I've never yep. seen that before. Yep. And yeah, you can hit up people that are way smarter than you been in the space way longer and they'll give you that alpha as long as you come across as genuine right right that's wild dude yeah it's it's cool to see man it's definitely encouraging so i really like that you said that though i just kind of want to unpack that for a sec so people are hitting you up they're like okay i really want to make an nft and you're like nope give some value first hang out in the space be a part of the community, do something, stand for something that'll eventually come back to you. Now, do you feel that at one point someday when NFTs and crypto become more understood um, as a household practice, like having a phantom wallet for Solana, everything like that is more understood and common do you think at that point that's when people won't need to necessarily have as much traction in the NFT space? Like, I feel like maybe like, I just want to hear your thoughts. I feel like people really need to hit the NFT space as an artist. If they're dropping their own NFT, because people really don't like all know how to even buy an NFT or what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Cause you know, you could have a million followers on TikTok, but Odds are none of them know how to buy right. Ethereum even or yeah. set up a MetaMask. It's right now, since we're so early, your your audience is kind of limited in selling NFTs. And that's why, yeah, you need to spend time in the space. As we become more mainstream, you'll probably be a lot, it'll be a lot easier to convert pure music fans to NFT buyers. Right but it's too early to do that right now. It is definitely too early to do that. Yeah. I put out my cover art for the main people that listen to my music, maybe friends, family, stuff like that. Right. Like the main core people that already tune into me. And I got calls Mm -hmm. of people being like, yeah, I was going to buy one. And I was like, never mind. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, cause it's on the Solana blockchain too, even worse than that. Mm -hmm. So it's like people that do understand NFTs, they're probably only set up on MetaMask. You know what I mean? They're like, I need to buy a completely different wallet. What are you talking about? I'm not doing that. Mm -hmm. You know? So I do think Solana is going to take off though in quarter one. You think so? Yeah, because Coinbase's NFT platform is most likely going to introduce millions of new users where there's only a couple hundred thousand right now. Mm. And gas is already horrible. And you know, the average Coinbase user, I think I heard the statistic holds less than $500 in crypto. 
So they're not going to spend $200 on gas to buy a $100 NFT, mm. which means yeah. Solana is the obvious alternative. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, I heard somebody was saying that Ethereum at quarter, at quarter one is going to be doing something about those gas fees. Is that true? Have you heard that or? Well, well yeah, Solana, or, uh, excuse me, Ethereum will be upgrading to Ethereum 2.0, but okay. that's a very, um, I'm more conservative on when ETH 2.0 is going to come out. Okay. I'm expect, I would be shocked if it comes out before quarter three, quarter four of 2022. Huh. Okay. And what that's doing is all you need to know is ETH will go from being able to do like 15 or 17 transactions a second to a hundred thousand. Okay. Solana right now can do about 65,000. I'm pretty sure. Oh, so that will get rid of gas. Ah, so, so, okay. So you're, you're thinking is this is not going to be corrected as soon as they're as, as some may say it is. Yeah. So I think people are being overly optimistic about the timing of ETH 2.0. Right. Damn. Okay. So that's why you think Solana. Yeah. Who knows? No. Okay. Interesting. That, cause that's, that was my first thought too. Cause like I, I went to buy an Ethereum homie and it was a gas fee to complete the transaction was like, Thirteen thousand dollars. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a gas war right there. That's a gas war. So, and I was hanging out with my buddy who knows a little bit more about NFTs than me, and I was like looking at it. And I was like, "Is this real? Like, I don't understand. Is this like a glitch? Like, what's happening?" No, that happens. That happens when there's a NFT drop of like ten thousand NFTs where everyone's trying to buy it at the same time. Okay, that's why I don't really mint because you get into gas wars. Mm. I buy off the the floor on OpenSea. Yes, that's what. Okay, that makes a lot more sense now. Okay, now, what is happening when? So, when 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 there's a gas war, where everybody's trying to mint, and the gas fee is about ten thousand, thirteen thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Like what is happening on the other end of that? So there's some there's a physical person that has to complete the transaction, right? And yeah. So- well, what happens is the whales. That's what they're called. Just people that have a lot of money. They're willing to drop, you know, tens of thousands of dollars on gas, so they just win the transaction. So the miners, whenever there's a big drop, miners raise the gas prices so that they can just profit off of the whales. Is that what that's happening? Is that what's happening? Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure how it works is the miners prioritize the highest bidder or of the they gas process price? those transactions first. Yeah. Mm. Now, so to complete the transaction, a miner has to actually approve it and then they accept a bid or they raise the bid. Like, like how does that like auction work yeah to be honest i don't know the the specifics yeah just how i would think it works is what when you get a really congested network you know during a nft mint i it probably 
Yeah, this is interesting. I should look more into this. I know, right? Like I would I, just think that the miner would prioritize the highest. Um, it's called GWEI. Right. They probably prioritize the highest like GWEI bid to okay. process first. And that's like their unit of metric for energy or something, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, this stuff, this stuff is interesting to me, man. This is this is stuff that I'd like to look more into as well. Mm-hmm. just just the overall mechanics of it how it works um yeah well cool man so okay now what sort of um what sort of music projects are you working on right now are you currently and 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 on the music marketing side do you uh like when you connect with artists and when you're so if you're like if you're producing a beat how hands-on are you with the marketing side of it too are you like you know, for me, I'm typically the one marketing my own stuff when I'm working with producers, but you seem to be more hands-on. Are you a part of mm-hmm. the entire funnel process? Yeah, in the in the past, I've been more hands-off, but I've been trying to get a bunch of my homies to start thinking about Web3. Yeah. And I've just been trying to inform them about, you know, what, what the process might look like for marketing in the mm. next few months. Oh, okay. What what do you what do you think? What do you think that 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 looks like over the next few months? Do you think marketing is gonna be changing? Well, definitely from you know traditional marketing. Mm-hmm. Like for example, I have this dude. He's he's only fifteen, but he's insane. He's a super good singer. I want him to just hang out in the NFT space because that would be an obvious artist for someone to invest in a young undiscovered singer. Yeah. Versus, you know, paying bots to boost your Spotify streams or. Right. I don't know. Traditional (laughs) marketing. (laughs) Yeah. Smart dude. Okay. And how'd you get in touch with this guy? Did he hit you up from TikTok? No, he, I got in contact with him because his producer at the time, I got in contact with him and gave him guitar loops and we just mm. clicked. And so a bunch of my guitar got put on his songs. That's so dope, dude. That's so cool. Yeah, man, that's smart. Now, how, how, how much have you done? Like, what kind of what kind of music marketing have you done in the past aside from TikTok? Are you familiar with Facebook ads? Like, have you done Facebook ads? What is your experience? Like no, I have that? not. I don't have like much experience at all in music marketing, actually. Really? No kidding. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, no Spotify playlist pitching, nothing like that. Not really, because like when I've dropped songs, I do it. I don't take it seriously. I do it more as like, this is my practice for getting better at songwriting and I have no expectations of pushing it. Okay. But I would like to learn more about that because, you know, in the future, I'm going to actually want to market it. Yeah. Dude, if you need help, hit me up. I do. I do. Thank this you. Stuff. Yeah, seriously. I'd love to, man. I'd love to connect with you more. That'd be dope. Yeah. Sweet. Dude, cool, man. Cool. Well, dude, thank you so much for hopping on and doing this, man. Do you have anything that you're promoting right now that you would like to put out there? Nothing particular. I'm just, I'm working on a lot of songs right now and I'm just trying to get better 
And I don't know, maybe I'll look to release something in mid 2022 or or late 2022. Y'all just gonna have to wait on it. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Dude, super cool. Mongo Mongo on TikTok, right? Could you spell that for us for everybody that's listening? Yeah, it's M-O-N-G-A, M-O-N-G-A. Not like your anime spelling. Not manga, manga. right, right. Manga with an O. Yes, manga with an O. Manga, manga on TikTok. Dude, Pete, thank you so much for doing this, man. I really appreciate you, man. You could check out the link to his TikTok in the description, people. Keep tuning in this guy. He's super smart, and you're going to see him making way more moves. Dude, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. Too busy out getting paid I got fired at work Then I went and made 5k Then I went and made 10k Most by 10k